Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got Sharpie, and I've got Steve. Welcome back. Oh, yeah, I was gone. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Howdy, Lisa. Howdy, Sharpie. It's good to have the gang back together. Yeah, together again. Not, nothing about, nothing again. Steve, of course. Yes. We're the, we're the dynamic duo. We had some great shows. Good. <laughs> yeah, I was gone. That was a long trip. I was gone 10 days. Um, it was a whirlwind, and I'm going to talk about this a little later because it was all Disney related. Uh, it was almost all Disney related, and we'll talk about that. But first, Sharpie's going to give us some news stories. He's got a few that he found and had us off. Start off. We're going to start off on a kind of a sad note. Um, Disney legend, and if you're not familiar with Disney, you know me. I'm a Disney. Disney nerd in terms of knowledge of Disney history and all that stuff. If you're not familiar with the term of Disney legend, it is an actual distinction that is bestowed uh, on people who really leave a a big mark on the company. Uh, And there's a formal ceremony. There's a whole plaza uh, at the Burbank studio where they are uh, kind of enshrined uh, in the uh, 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 legends plaza uh, there at the, um, uh, at the animation building uh, in Burbank. But uh, Ron Logan mm-hmm. uh, has passed away. He was a very, very long time. Uh, he did so many things at Disney. It's kind of crazy to think that one person did all of this. Uh, his history with Disney goes all the way back to him knowing and meeting Walt Disney multiple times throughout his career. Uh, But his first official role started with Disney in in 1960 uh, as part of, uh, he was a trumpet player uh, and he was part of the fanfare trumpets at the Disney produced pageantry at the 1960 winter Olympics in Squaw Valley, California. So that's kind of his start to the, to his Disney career, but it, spans decades and so many things that if you've been going to Disney for the last 20 years, you will know exactly his fingerprint on so many of these things. Uh, He was 84 when he passed away on August 30th. Uh, He, in 1978, he moved to Florida uh, to become the Walt Disney World Resorts music director, which that would just be a position of um, <laughs> that would be just think cool. about that. Like your music director for the entire resort. Um, so not only was he there through the opening of Epcot and mm-hmm. all of the music that, that we all know and love yep. uh, from vintage era Epcot uh, opening era Epcot. But of course, um, so, so he did, did a lot of things, but then uh, at the time of Epcot, Uh, He then became the vice president of entertainment, and then he became the vice president of creative show development. And this is where you will know the work of Ron Logan, because Ron Logan was responsible for Fantasmic, Indiana Jones, Epic Stunt Show. Oh, still there. Oh, that's cool. Festival of the Lion King. Yep. And also Buffalo Bill's Wild West Show, at Disneyland Paris. Oh, which I never so saw. Only, so not only was he U.S. based, but he also worked with the international parks. Yeah. So and the fact that he worked on Festival of the Lion King is just amazing. But an even bigger credit of his, which all of our listeners will know, is near and dear to my heart. He worked on Illuminations. Mm. That was one one of his longest running shows. But an even bigger score for the Walt Disney Company than that, I, and I use that term both musically and literally, is but, um, he um, is the one that got Beauty and the Beast on to Broadway. We know how so, successful that was and is. It, and continues to be, exactly. So, uh, and he he worked on so many things, produced so many things. Uh, he worked with the Disney Institute uh, Disney Cruise Line, entertainment and productions worldwide. He was the executive vice president of the Walt Disney World Special Events Group, uh, which if you have ever attended a special event at Disney, everything that he did as part of the Disney Events Group was was top notch and really brought all of that convention and uh, conference business 
to life in terms of what Disney does with conferences and conventions. But also uh, he has worked on he worked on five different Super Bowl halftime shows. So he retired from Disney in 2001. He was named a Disney legend in 2007. Uh, And if you know and love Main Street USA, you will find Ron Logan's window. Uh Located where? The Main Street Music Company. My My favorite window, because if you stay long enough, you will hear piano lessons, dance lessons, singing lessons. It's on the little side street there, halfway up Main Street. If you step off, go all the way to the end of that little side street. Uh, the second story, if you're, if, if you're headed down the street, it's up to the left. Uh, you can hear, hear all of the, uh, the music studio happening there. But yeah, so, uh, and the tribute reads, Ron Logan leading the band into a new century. So farewell tribute to Ron Logan. Oh, so, very cool. A true, a true, in every sense of the word, Disney legend. Well, so, it's. It's good that you are familiar with a lot of these people. I I credit you immensely with that. And it makes me feel bad that I'm all sad that this great man is is gone and I never looked into him before his death. But you know that it, that's the true sense of the Walt Disney Company. How do artists sign their work? With a hidden Mickey. Very cool. So that that's Ron Logan has hidden Mickey's all over the company. So fantastic to 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 see his uh see his legacy enshrined as a Disney legend. So but yeah, I was like, oh man, he worked on Festival of the Lion King and mm. on Illuminations. Because yep. Festival of the Lion King, I I don't care how bored you are with it, how many times you've seen it it's still of such an exciting show because of the birds and the tumble monkeys. And it's just, it's, just, it's visually beautiful. Yeah. So you can re- really tell, uh, the colors, the music, everything. Exactly. That, that's if you sit the, still, the minds that produce these things. Yeah. If you're sitting still through that, there's something wrong with you. You gotta be, and if, and if by the end little. you don't want to be King, I mean, <laughs> the rest of us, we just can't wait to be King. So right. it's just, just kind of how we how we sit and sing it. So, but anyway, a, a, a fair mouse chat salute to Disney legend Ron Logan. Nice, very nice. And in in other boring news, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, if you're planning a trip to the Walt Disney World Resort during the month of January, uh, Steve and I mentioned this on a previous show, but be aware: uh, Skyliner closure January 22nd through the 29th. Uh, rumored reopening of Disney's Blizzard Beach Resort for late October. Uh, since the reopening after the pandemic, there has only been one water park open at a time. Hmm. Traditionally, throughout the summer, both water parks would be open and then there would be a winter closure alternating winters or alternating half of the season. All depends on what what type of, of uh, refurbishment work they were doing yeah. to one park or the other. But late October is a rumored reopen of Disney's Blizzard Beach, which you will know is home to, of course, Mount Gushmore. Yes. yes. What else? Um, the alligator dude. His name. I see gator. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I knew you'd know. And I just, that. Doesn't stick with me. Uh, and of course, Tyke's Peak, the the, the, the kids' water play area. Um, and then. Uh, the donuts that everybody loves. The donuts. Those little tiny donuts that come in a bag. Exactly. Every time they're, I go. They're very popular. Yeah, every time they're you go, good. you got to get a bag of those little tiny donuts. It's been so long since I've been to Typhoon. Or Blizzard, I mean, either. Either of them. My favorite thing about Blizzard Beach is the ski lift, the top. So yeah, it's so much fun. Because you don't have to climb the stairs. <laughs> it's, because if you've ever been to a big water park, you know you climb a lot of stairs to get to the top of the slides. But yeah. in Disney's true fashion, they they do it in a really cool way. 
Uh, next little news topic is uh, Tron testing uh, in Tomorrowland. So oh, I can't Tron wait. is inching closer. You're going to ride? To coming on the grid. Are you ready to ride Tron? I am ready to ride Tron. <laughs> there, have been actual, there have been actual human testing. Oh. Actual cast members, mm. engineers, Imagineers oh. on board. The train for testing. I love uh, the I love the way that I mean at night that's gonna be the coolest thing ever. The the canopy. Yeah. Like, can you imagine riding that at night? It's gotta be amazing. And then yeah, all the different lighting effects and all that, that stuff. Uh Tron uh what was it like disco nights over at Disneyland years ago? They used to have like Oh yeah, the Tron dance party. Yeah. The music was from the mu from the different music from that movie is amazing. So yes. you're on that light cycle with the music and all the lighting. Oh, it's going to be amazing. That's going to be, that's going to be really cool. I'm excited and for finally. Tron. It will be cool. Even though the movie was, be. even though the movie was kind of, eh. but I'm, I'm also <laughs> going to add in a, a minor gripe here. If uh -oh. any park needed one more attraction, it was not the magic. Kingdom. Well, this is true. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's like, how many more attractions can you pack into one park? Well, that's true. They did that huge fantasy land expansion yep. and then they added the huge Tron and now yeah, they're going to redo uh, that, splash mountain. Add, uh, Little mermaid. Oh yeah. Seven Dwarves mine train. Yep. Um, the transition to the uh, princess, the Royal fairy tale. Paul yeah, yeah. uh, Bell's uh, story. Oh, yeah, hour oh, thing. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. What's happening with that Sharpie? No, these are all the no, things no, that I'm got added. Oh, okay. Were added that like increased yeah. crowd capacities and yeah. ride capacities. And yeah. so just that, that whole expansion. Yeah, it was a whole land. land. Yeah. Yeah. And then you add Tron. Our guest castle. Yeah. And then they're going to redo. Uh, it's not an expansion, but they're going to redo uh, Splash Mountain. That is. So that'll on the be, horizon. So that'll be the next one. The expansion that I want is in the Skyliner system, and I want them from every resort. I want this Mecca Skyliner route map that goes everywhere. Mm, well. Even Universal. <laughs> All right. Just kidding about that. <laughs> too far, maybe? Uh, well, it's just across town. It's not too far. No. no, no. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Sharpie. Appreciate it. Anywho, uh, final little bit of news is Tusker House is returning to buffet service on November 1st. Yummy. So it is currently in family style mode, which is how all of the uh, buffets that reopened or that have reopened, reopened as family style service uh, with all of your food selections brought to your table. Uh, but November 1st, Tusker House at Disney's Animal Kingdom is reopening. Cool. Um, I have I'm kind of bummed because I'm going to miss it by just a couple of weeks. Uh, no, that's good food. That's a good breakfast for me. That's a great, that, yeah, that is a good one of the best breakfasts on property uh, yep. for a character breakfast. Yep. Of course, because of, of the Animal Kingdom theming, um, you know, the other uh, I'm, I'm going to give a, a very quick shout out to, you know, what the other great breakfast is on property that's super budget friendly mm. trails end. Oh, yeah. Fort Wilderness. We would go there for dinner usually, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah dinner's a, a dinner. great deal, too. Yeah, I mean, dinner it's, was it's always a great deal. One of the lowest buffets. It's not reopened as a buffet yet. So mm. we're still. Still waiting on that one. It's but. just every, it's just getting there. That is always the, but you know, when we go a lot and it's an adventure to get out there and it's fun. Yeah. I always like going out there. That's good. You know what I really enjoyed? And I don't think we even talked about this, but going to Whispering Canyon Cafe, we met up with Sharpie and it's so much fun and good food. I love that restaurant. I, you know, we went for breakfast. Yeah, I, I recognized just, our waitress. She'd been there since it opened when I asked her. It's a long time. Opening day. Yeah. I remember when it opened. I yeah, do. I was working there too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Was a Are you saying that, it's that that, that Back time the, of life is lodged in your memory? In the 90s. Yeah. I remember when the hotel went up. Ugh, it was so nice. Well, it still is. And 
Uh, I think I did mention a little bit about our meetup with Sharp because we did a podcast from the lobby and it's yeah. such a beautiful place with all these little nooks and crannies where you can sit and relax and talk and chill. Love it. Such a spectacular lobby. Yeah, honestly. I could literally just sit in the lobby all day. A lot of people do. People take a snooze. <laughs> catching some Z's. We remember the the two older people that we saw who were just they were they had had checked out for the afternoon. They were having a having a bit of a nap there. Yeah. I don't blame them. It's a great place to take a nap. Yep. It's all good. All right. So is that it on news? You know what? There is one little other piece of news that we didn't touch on. That is the kind of update on Disney Cruise Line requirements. Yeah, that is definitely an update. So um, Disney Cruise Line has kind of adjusted their vaccination requirements or their testing requirements. Um, Well, both. So if you are fully vaccinated, um, starting starting with sailings, September 23rd, you do not need to take a test. Um, you don't need to take one at home. You don't need to take one at the port. Um, and that's for the dream, fantasy, wonder, and wish. Um, if you happen to be on the magic, this is going to take effect on November 7th. Uh, Bermuda has some, some other, I don't know, issues that uh, we just have to wait until November 7th. And then the other part is if you are an unvaccinated child from five to 11, because of course, zero to four, you don't have to be vaccinated. You don't have to get tested. So the unvaccinated five to 11 year olds, they have to take a PCR test one to three days prior to sailing and they do not need to test at the port. So there are no port testings anymore. None. Yeah. sounds like they're ending their contract with that, the company that they were working with and that's completely done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but they're still kind of protecting the, the client's right to change their mind or cancel their reservation if they don't like these new rules. So make sure you, some people aren't going to like the fact that people don't need to have um, children fully vaccinated. And some people, people are strange. You can get, you put something out there, you're going to have someone oppose you. Yeah. But at least it seems like they're going in the right direction with they're lessening the requirements over time. So. All right. So where did you go on your last trip? I went, I went all over. California. So I started off with California and we had a bunch of the pixie agents go to California as well. And we, we did some training because we haven't been there in years. I like to get out there every two years or so and do a training. And we got to learn about different products. We learned about doing groups, which was kind of cool groups and weddings. So if you're interested in doing like a group event, not just, you know, everyone stays in a hotel room and then goes to the park. This is where you might have like a, a corporate Christmas party or you might have a bar mitzvah or bar mitzvah. You might have a sweet 16 or a quinceanera, a big birthday celebration, anniversary where you're going to be in um, in a decorated room with catered food. I mean, like a true event or a wedding. So this is something that we can now do out in Disneyland. We can do it in Disney World as well. And the the wonderful things that people come up with for their their themes and their decorating, it's truly amazing. Um, You can have characters. You can have the decorations. There's so much you can do. You can have a band. You can have bars. You can do, you can have a DJ. You can have so much. It's ridiculous. Um, you know, the, you can add plants and decorations and party streamers and balloons, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, that's something that we at Pixie can help you plan and secure. And so we're very excited to learn more about that. 
Uh, we also got to do a resort tour on the Grand Californian, the Disneyland Hotel, and Paradise Pier, which is slowly being converted into a Pixar theme. So that one, it's it's still very good, and it's actually got the best viewing of the park and the fireworks, like the nighttime shows. Um, out of the three resorts, it's got a great view. So we did that. Uh, and then we had a couple days where we explored. We went to Disneyland Park, and and that was Saturday. And then on Sunday, we did California Adventure. And I did get to surprise everyone with a VIP tour. And we were exactly 10 people, so that worked out. And um, the VIP tours, they come with a guide and the guide is going to take you to all the rides that you want to do and they'll help plan the best route for your day. They, they don't have front of the line access per se, but they're essentially a, an ultimate um, fast pass or lightning lane, if you will. So you're going to be able to get on the rides in the um, express lane. Or what do you, what are we calling it? The lightning lane. I guess it's a so, lightning lane now. Yeah. So you get to do that. Mm. And it was a lot of fun. We stopped, had some snacks, not too many because time is money. But we got to do that. And we did get to go back to Disneyland Park. And I counted just for those of you that can't really conceptualize the two parks. They face each other. Um, and there are approximately 120 steps between the two gates. So I went from one gate to the other. Um, you know, nothing strange about my steps and it was 120, not like I was sprinting. Mm -hmm. So they're so close. Uh, I always compare it to exiting the magic kingdom at Walt Disney world and walking to the dock. Yeah. That's it's oh. about that close. Yeah. I would agree with that. We'll have to count steps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We could do that. They're really you can close. be in charge of counting steps. We're going to leave Steve in charge of. Informing us of gallons of water. In we're, we're, we're just going to go get a, a corn dog while you guys count steps. Yeah. So oh, we did Disneyland. go to um, Goofy's Kitchen. I think it was uh, Thursday night. So with I the read. with the VIP tour, real quick, oh, back on okay. that. So you can also do some cool things, which I don't know if you guys did or not. Did you use them to book like VIP seating for any of the shows at night? Yes. So we had VIP seating for uh, World of Color. Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. So they have like a VIP area roped off. Yeah. Just... You need to be on the list. You can't just be on a VIP tour and, and show up. You have to request the reservation because seating is limited. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. So we did that. And that's in essentially uh, the top row. So you're not going to get wet. Thank goodness. But you're, you're at the very top, but it's a very unobstructed view. Okay. And you have reserved seating. We had to show up. And 15 minutes early. It was, yeah, so you don't have to, it was fantastic. Waiting there all the time. And um, I don't know if this was available or not, or if this even is, if they even do this anymore. Can you get, can you see Walt's apartment? Or did we you asked. Guys? It's off limits right now. Oh, because oh, of oh, COVID still. Believe me, I asked. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we, we got to do, have you ever gotten to be, have you yes. ever gotten to go, Lisa? Yes. I okay. think I've been three times. I'm a spoiled brat. I have been one time. Hang out at Walt's apartment. It yeah. is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. It's above the fire station on Main Street on the left when you're walking in. Yeah. So we walked in. I almost knocked over the lamp. It you was, did? It was very scary. Was that you? Because <laughs> I know I almost did. Oh, Are maybe we both you almost did. I, maybe, I, don't I remember. did. I just remember like you're trying to be very, everyone's like in there and you're trying to not touch anything. And then you're trying to scoot everybody in. And then, well, then they tell you, go the, ahead, look out the window, wave the, at people. And the little lamp is like right there. You know, the lamp that hasn't gone out since <laughs> Disneyland started. Yeah. And you're like, Oh my God, don't, yeah, knock, that was me. don't knock the lamp off the table. I toppled it. It didn't topple over, but I did, you know, bump it. I bumped it. Lisa, you're the reason why we can't have nice things. I know. I know. I take full responsibility. <laughs> That's cool. Okay. So you guys Oh, but what was cool is there were two times that we had to exit the park near closing where they had the back um kind of like the back alley mm -hmm. behind stage area open so that you didn't get caught up in uh, parade traffic and you could see Walt's apartment. It's like, "Oh, those are the stairs. That's the door. That's the door to his apartment right there." Yes. So that that was neat. That is cool. Yeah. 
Um, so we did Goofy's Kitchen for dinner. That was my first meal. So that must have been Thursday. And it was a lot of fun. Oh, you did it for dinner. Uh-huh. I thought you did it for breakfast. I did. Oh. <laughs> they have all my money breakfast. now. Um, so we did it for dinner. And it's a buffet. It's a true buffet. And it, inclu- it includes your, pre- your beverage. Um, you can order alcoholic beverages, but it's just an additional charge. But um, how much do you think Goofy's Kitchen is for dinner these days? This is where Sharpie and I talked about this off air when you told me, but I thought you gave me the breakfast price and I was like, oh my God. So you must've given me the dinner price. Yeah. So I think, I think I gave you both. So I think we know. Okay. So it's about $60, 65 for dinner. Okay. And then we did go for breakfast on another occasion. And I believe that was 50 or 55. When we look up breakfast, (sighs) it was less. Okay. At least what we looked up for breakfast was less. Well, maybe but after then again, tax prices and have increased. Yeah. Yeah, tax and gratuity. A plethora of times. Yeah. Okay. Um. So on the VIP, we also got some reservations secured for us. So we went to uh, breakfast at uh, Storytellers. Okay, over it. So that's, that's over at the Grand Cal Grand, Can- Grand California Hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a buffet as well, which was great. It's kind of like a wilderness lodge, Grand Floridian, yeah. uh, mashup. So this one had Chip and Dale. It had, um, it has a weird, it had Mickey and Minnie. Oh, it, it had Pluto. It doesn't have the weird array of, no, it used to have woodland creatures like brother, bears. brother bear yeah. movie creatures that nobody's you seen. still have chipmunks. Okay. So they changed it. Yeah. It's a little different, but, uh, the only place you're going to see Mickey is. At Storytellers. Oh, wow. So they went from obscure. the nobodies. Nobody characters. Like rabbits and bears to. To the top Mickey Mouse. All the woodland creatures. Yeah. So we did that. uh, Same pricing for breakfast over there. Um, Oh, I had a corn dog. Oh, and and, uh, Magic Kingdom. We knew you would. Yeah, I went to the wagon. Yep, went to the wagon. I love those corn dogs. They're so good. So over in um, downtown Disney, they have a corn dog cart mm. and they make them right there on the spot. They're fresh and they have, I don't know what it's called, but it is a pickle inside of a hot dog dipped I in corn dog. Steve and I talked yeah. about that on a show. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, and it wasn't bad. It wasn't sounds, too bad. And it comes good. with some kind of dippy sauce. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I would try it. I, yeah, I tried it. It was good. It was fine. Um, Dana got one. She was craving one. She had to have one and she shared. She was kind enough. So we sliced it up and there we go. You got to see one of the nighttime shows. We, well, we got to see well, got two to see, nighttime shows. What was the other one you got to see? Oh my gosh. So, you know, I saw World of Color and that's fantastic. Of course, it's amazing what they do with the projections and the lasers and the, the mist. Mountains and the yeah, lights. So, yeah. And it's, all that stuff. And the music, of course, is so heartfelt. So we did that. And then we did, oh, I'm going to get teary eyed just thinking about it. We saw the Main Street Electrical Parade. It is nearing its. Yeah, it's almost. Well, it'll be over by the time. Round. By the time the show comes out, it'll be over. I think it's September Aww. September first, which it's, is in two days. It is. I had a good spot on Main Street. I was in the Main Street hub, and so the uh, the floats came right toward me. I still need to post all kinds of stuff. So if you're following me, yes, I know I have to put stuff out there. Um, I'm I'm just overwhelmed. But they they lowered the lights and you heard the music just start. Welcome to Disneyland Park and the Main Street Magical Parade. Uh, you know, that's not exactly what it was, but you get the gist. Um, amazing. And then the music started and then I started to see the some Baroque of The Baroque Hoedown. Yep. I saw my old friends. I got so excited when I saw Elliot. Um, so Elliot is definitely one of my favorites. Pete's Dragon is one of my all-time favorites. I know the lines almost verbatim. Um, 
um, amazing. I love it. And so they have only in Disneyland Park, not over at California Adventure, they have a popcorn bucket that is Elliot. And it lights up. It's a light-up popcorn bucket of Elliot the Dragon. I think we own one now. We do. We do. <laughs> um, so $30 for this bucket. $29.50, I think. Of course. And it comes with a regular size popcorn. And worth every penny. They also have the turtle, you know, the... Yep. And he's a sipper. And he's got lights as well. That's pretty cool. Oh, uh, I didn't get one of those, though. I'm bummed. <laughs> I'm so bummed because you can't have one without the other. And I've, I just have to make that. <sighs> I'm heading out to California again. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think those are the highlights. Oh, you um, did the, you would, so. Oh, I did get to do a new thing. Uh-huh. Um, got to do Avengers Campus. So, so that was my first time going the, there. The Bugs Land used to be. Yep. And I did Web Slingers. Did you swing web, sling webs? I slung away. You didn't buy the thing, did you? Whatever the thing is. No, I did not. But the little spiders that they have, they're so cute. We were waiting in line or waiting at a restroom. I don't know where we were waiting. And there was a kid with the um, spider and he'd come after us. Oh, it was outside of Storytellers. So it's like a remote control spider? Uh Uh-huh. And he'd like attack us and then he'd walk away and then he'd come around and sneak attack. And he was just so funny. But the spider was cool. But on Web Slingers, it is very much like um, Midway Mania. Um, but the technology behind it, they have cameras that are taking 60 images per second of your movements. And they're checking your eyes and your hands so they know where you're slinging. And you can actually... You know, you do the, the the slingy thing where you're, uh, you're doing it with your... She's doing the slingy yeah, thing Yeah, I'm doing now the slingy thing for every, with my for two middle fingers down. <laughs> for everybody who for can't, who can't see who it. can't see it at home. Yeah. Yes. So thanks for the Yeah, she's doing the thing. I, I, I don't even know how... It, it's like, I don't know. It's kind of... It's not like Spock. It's like what your two middle fingers are in and then you're pointing your well, pinky and your... Yeah. Comes, yeah. At the wrist. Yeah. Oh, and then I you gotcha. go, choo, choo, choo. Except I kept saying pew, pew, pew. And I'm like... I guess I'm kind of a stormtrooper. Uh, so, and of course I was, I was like shooting pew, 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 getting, so, so you don't, getting all the spiders. Uh, unlike Midway Mania where you're, where the carpal tunnel starts to set in after you've yeah. pulled that thing about a billion times back and forth. Yeah. This, you just move your hands. Um, yeah, but believe me. It's a workout as well. You end up Popeye in the end. <laughs> you're all tense. Your forearms. You're tense. And- um, they did give us a hint. So you don't have to keep doing this. Uh-huh. You can just you have karate to- chop, like do a, you don't have to bend your fingers down. So you can just do a karate chop motion. So you'd go in like this the whole time. Uh-huh. And four minutes of that really takes a toll on your arms. Wow. <laughs> it, it's like uh, wow. Toy Story Midway Mania. Where it's even worse. It's worse. When you're pulling. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's what we were it's saying. worse. Yeah. Yeah. Because I. I get really competitive on Toy Story Midway Mania. And then I'm like rubbing my forearm. And when I get done, because you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's a workout. And, and so it's, it's really accurate, but you have to remember that you can't just start pew, pew, pewing. You have to look at what you're trying to shoot because they coordinate. Now, Toy Story is more like just screens and screens and screens. It's not versus like. Something like the Spider-Man ride over at Universal Studios where it's kind of integrated into like the story. Is this more like just Midway Mania where you're just going from screen to screen and you spin around and you go to another screen and you go to another screen? Or is it more like... It's more like Mid- Midway Mania, but the one in... Um, but it's not... It's not like, it's all right. So it's not like you're going through buildings and other stuff. It it's, all, it's all screen-based. It's... But the screens, the images right. are buildings and different okay. places because right. you're trying to you. get these spiders that have mutated. You know, all right. So it's more so like Men in Black. Men in Black is more like. But it's not live. It's images on screen. It's projections. I got gotcha. you. Okay. So in that regard, it's more like Midway Mania. Yeah. Okay. But as far as the imagery, it's not like here's a set scene like a shooting gallery. It's cool. it's more like. Um, Men in Black, where it's a town yeah, on shooting, the screen, you're shooting the bad guys, and you're whatever. shooting the spiders. 
Okay. And they have different colors of spiders. Oh, with more points. Some have more points than others. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. I like it. Okay. Yep. So, so um, my question is, is your score displayed on the World Wide Web? <laughs> it is not. <laughs> no, um, I, I did it once. I should have done it twice just because I had to get the hang of it at first. Yeah. And, but my arms were so tired. Seriously. The forearm workout. Yeah, it's going to be is amazing. Okay. So I did that. I'm trying to think what else we did that was new. We rode, um, we got stuck on um, Forbidden Journey in an awkward position. We were like sideways and backwards a little bit. over at Universal Studio. Oh, that was, that was a different trip. Sorry. That's on Friday. I didn't get there yet. She went to Universal Studios Hollywood as well. Yeah. And now I just, Ruined my surprise. Well, there you go. So what else did we do? Um, Disneyland. We so, did the storybook um, little canal thing. and That's we, cute. Yeah, the kid, the Fantasyland kid rides are super cute over there. Yeah, they have a lot of Casey, different ones. Casey Jr.'s. Did not do that one. Train and. We did Mr. Toad. Oh. So, okay. I went on Mr. Toad with. Um, one of our new agents, Rebecca, uh-huh. and she made it the best time. We were like, ah, whoa, hold on. Whoa, here we go. You know, we're just like screaming at everything and oh my gosh. Mr. Toad's awesome. Yeah. So we had a lot of fun. She made it awesome. And um, we did Snow White. Yeah. Um, I saw, which one was it? One of them they've added projections to. Maybe it's Pinocchio. We did Pinocchio. So it's got the original, I don't know, dark ride scenes, but then they have added a few little projections in there as well to kind of uh, bring it up a little bit. I don't know. I was too busy. Smiling. It was on a YouTube video I saw. It looked, looked good. Oh, 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 Sharpie, you're going to love this. You're going to love this. <laughs> okay. So we were waiting for Mr. Toad. And... Right outside of Mr. Toad is King Arthur's carousel. I think it's King Arthur's. And who comes out for a character meet and greet but Mary Poppins, Bert, and the band? Oh. They get on the carousel. That's too much fun. So the band is using the benches and such. And then uh, Bert and Mary Poppins are riding a carousel horse. and. It was such, never see that in Disney World. You just wouldn't. And so they wrote it two or three times and they turned the music off of the carousel and the band played. That's, see, that's fantastic. That's magic. That's why Disneyland is amazing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, we so would go- we ended up riding the second time because we did Mr. Toad and they were still on there. And so we jumped on and... We got to ride the carousel with Bert and Mary Poppins. Oh my gosh. It was so good. Sharpie, you would have. That, that, yes. yeah. See that, that makes me very sad about them canceling the Mary Poppins carousel in the UK at Epcot. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Yep. Ah. Well, all the budget things came down. Yeah. Yep. Um, saw the Mad Hatter and Alice. They were very... Um, oh, they do have that Alice in Wonderland dark ride there too. That's kind of cool. Yeah, we did that as well. Yep. The one with the caterpillars. Or, yeah, we go up top outside. And it's funny because it's like being on hold with Disney. <laughs> oh, <it was laughs> Hearing the, the ride music. Uh, off with our head. Let's paint the roses red. <laughs> yeah. Painting the roses red. We're painting the roses red. Disneyland is amazing. The one time I went a long time ago, there was a a small like meet and greet thing with uh, like Disney fans and Bob Gurr would just, you know, was just hanging out at one of the restaurants outside and we all sat around and talked to Bob Gurr and he did, he made the monorail and a lot of the vehicles and everything at Disneyland and Disney World. So, and he signed a little monorail that I had. Um, and then whoever was the original model for Tinkerbell was at one of the pastry shops and we sat and talked to her for a while. They, ha- they have. So some, a lot of cool people yeah. live out in California that are usually around. For and they're in love with Disney. Yeah. So a lot of different events in California or over at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. 
I'm trying to think what else. Did not ride the, ride the train, but some other agents did. Um, you know, that's just a classic. It's so nostalgic that you have to ride that. Steve, do you know how tall um, her name was Margaret Carey? She was the the model for Tinkerbell. Oh. Do you know how tall she was in real life? Four foot something. Shockingly enough, she was over five foot. She was wow. five foot two. Okay. But yeah, but, but still on, on definitely on the yes shorter side. Yeah, um, five foot two. Did Space Mountain, and it's weird when you're sitting next to someone on Space Mountain. Well, there's Space Mountains a lot different than ours. Yeah. And then, of course, Small World is so good. It is so good out there. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean. That oh, yeah. one is, it's mm-hmm. superior. Yeah. Didn't do Jungle Cruise. Thought about you when they brought it up, but we didn't get to do it. Hmm. Um, just, it was... Oh, uh, did Indiana Jones? Oh, yeah. The Indiana Jones ride is awesome. Yeah. Um, I saw they're working on the treehouse. Yeah. And, you know, that's coming down. I had heard rumors that it might be Encanto. <sighs> Encanto. Mm-hmm. Encanto. Yeah. Well, the, the treehouse isn't coming down. I had heard that they were just going to well, Encanto theme it. Yeah. It'll be Encanto. So yes, yeah. I they're not taking it down. They're refurbishing to but an they, Encanto yeah. theme. I saw they took down. Which the funny thing yeah. is, it was refurbed yes. to Tarzan. Yep. Oh yeah. And now it's yet being refurbed again to yep. Encanto. Yeah. Well, keeping up with the times. Yep. And there there used to be they added for Tarzan. They added like a another little tree bridge thing in the middle of the walkway. And I saw they. Got rid of that. They got rid of it. So you have a lot more room now because it was a little crammed. Oh, when we were in line for Pirates, they yeah. had out of the top, the top balcony, uh-huh. um, Jack Sparrow and Red came out. Uh-huh. Mm. So that was a good meet and greet. But I think that does it for Disneyland. And then we headed over to, three of us went over to Honolulu to Ko'olani and uh, we stayed at Aulani. And that was, it's so nice there. You walk in and you're just in awe over everything. It's such a nice resort. Um, it's D- nice. Disneyland has a resort if you don't know. Disney, in, Disneyland? Or what? Disney, I'm sorry. Disney has a resort in uh, Hawaii. Yes. Which is Alani. Alani. Yeah. Alani. It is a um, DVC or Disney Vacation Club timeshare. Or I guess that's more of a purchase. It's not really a timeshare. and. Um, and it also does individual reservations for cash or, you know, normal money. So they have a lazy river. Of course, they've got a main pool. They have an adult pool that has the um, infinity edge. They've got another smaller pool. They've got splash zones. They've got this huge kids water park. Not like with sides, but like the splashy yeah. bridges and dumping water and stuff. But they also have an aquarium with all kinds of saltwater fish. And for $25 for the entire day, you can go as much as you want into this, this reef area. And it's neat. Swim with the fishies. Swim with the fishies. But it is cold. I'll tell you that. Did you ever do that at Typhoon Lagoon, Sharpie? Uh, yes. Yeah. It was chilly. That's it was for sure. very cold. They used to have it at Typhoon Lagoon. I think that was where they came up with it. And it was like, I don't know. It was a shark theme something. I thought, I can't remember the name of it. I remember the tube. Where's the tube that goes through the shark? Oh, that was not there. But so this space that's at, um, Aquatica. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yes. At that water park. And then it's also at, in the Bahamas at, uh, oh, whatever oh, that Atlantis. Atlantis. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you'd put on a little, I don't even know if they gave you a wetsuit. I know they gave you something like a life jacket and then you, and fins and a mask and you would float on the top from one end to the other and look at the fish and freeze. It was so cold. <laughs> yeah. The, the ocean was cold. So I did go so far as maybe my waist. Um, I didn't completely submerge. Mm-hmm. Um, but lots of beach chairs. Um, we did see a storytelling, which was really cool. They, it's Uncle who does the storytelling. 
And usually he does it around the fire pit, but this time he did it um, by the pool. And uh, like a little bonus thing at the pool, they have a character meet and greet where Goofy goes swimming in the pool with the kids. So that's pretty neat too, but he wasn't doing it that particular day. So we missed out on that. But Uncle was doing his storytelling. Um, and it was just, there were no ums, no pauses, no, no mistakes in what he was doing. Uh, no ahs. <laughs> he spoke like he rehearsed this 200 times. He knew exactly what to say and how to say it. And the hand motions that he needed, the inflection, amazing storyteller. Very nice. Uh, then there was another, oh, we did a, a tour of the lobby, which, you know, you, you learn a couple things about the, the feminine side and the masculine side and, and hard angles and soft angles and just different things that the lobby and that front area represents. That was neat. Um, learn something new because I've had tours before, but uh, on the, the male side, no, the female side, they have the nine phases of the moon. And that I had never noticed. It, it's, you have to look for it to see it. And then we did a lot of Menehune stuff. We were looking for them and taking pictures. And they have uh, like a scavenger hunt that you can do. You go to the community center where you can do all kinds of cool things. You can do t-shirt stamping. You can do um, this craft where you make your own Disney light up ears and you design them and take them home, obviously. And, and then they also have these iPads that you can rent and you get to rent them for an hour, but then you have to return them. And you're not going to be able to finish the search within one hour. But when you rent it again or when you check it out again, it'll pick up where you left off. So that's cool. To but, look for the Menahuni. Uh, I thought it was going to be to look for the Menahuni, but it wasn't. It was more of a... It, we, we did find a couple of hidden Menahuni, but it was also about other things. Like we set off a waterfall and we... Um, it was like a more interactive It was an adventure. interactive... It was kind of like the wands at Universal where you don't think it's there or like the um, Kim Possible. Oh, uh, so you're on like some type of adventure. Yeah, you're on an adventture. And different things we happen. We saw some baby turtles swim out to sea. Um, trying to think of the different things. But we did see some Menehune and they were kind of hidden. I mean, they're all hidden, but it's it's hard to explain. But it wasn't the the hike where you can go see the Menehune. We saw a lot of those in the lobby. Don't forget if you do go that you need to look in uh, little peak holes, uh, e holes, wherever you need to look. And so we did that. And I thought there were like 55 Menehune. There's over 300. Oh my gosh. I know. It's like, <laughs> okay, maybe 55 in the lobby. That's a lot of them. Yeah. 300? Yeah, there's 300. Yikes. Yeah. Lobby's beautiful. I still haven't been, but I remember seeing Joe Rohde's videos and photos and even, and then the, one of the bars or the restaurants has all the Hawaiian phrases in yeah. it where you can learn to speak Hawaiian while yep. you're they do. there. Um, so it's, it's very well, they, um, you know, got a lot of local artists and a lot of history from the Hawaiian islands and put it all together when they built that resort. I thought they did a good job. They did. It's it's a fascinating resort, really. Um, and I think there's more pools than I even told you about. Just it's fascinating, and uh, it has it was my third time going to Alani, and Steve hasn't gone yet. So I know. I, I know I uh, need to bring you. I need to get over there. Oh, I did think of Sharpie though. It is a way. We it's did a, a, it's a long it, It's flight. a long flight. Yeah, but um. Sharpie, we toured the two-bedroom DVC. I'm like, Sharpie would like oh, yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, I. Th they're really nice. I is it Ocean View? Um, some are, yes. Most of them are because of the layout that they showed us. They explained, yes, it's probably going to be Ocean View. 
Um, you'll have flat balconies on one side and you'll have pointed balconies on another so you could see the ocean. Which probably doesn't make sense when I say it. Um, oh, they have shave ice, which... I was there for three days. I did not have shave ice. Oh, uh, and I saw it's like that, a Mickey that's, Mouse. That that you know that's that's an incomplete trip. It is. I have to go back. We got shave ice when we went to Hawaii on our honeymoon, and it was really good. It was really good. Like with the condensed milk and the whatever. Syrup. I don't know. Yeah, I saw somebody had a shave ice because they posted it, and it has Mickey ears. It was really pretty. It was like rainbow colored. Yeah. Dana asked for a shave ice and she said, just make it the prettiest you can. I don't care what flavors. And then Kristen got one and they doused it in the syrup and then with the condensed cream, condensed milk, and it, it melted the ears down to these little rabbit ears. <laughs> so, but she said it was still good. It's okay. Uh, so we did go to um, Pearl Harbor. It's about 25 minutes away from the resort and probably. Uh, 10 minutes away from the airport. You know, if you keep going, you'll hit the airport. But it's free to get in. We couldn't get reservations to go to the memorial, to the um, Arizona memorial. And so we did go standby. We got there. Oh, my gosh. Kristen, Kristen made me get up at like 5 o'clock so that we could be out by six the parking lot opened at six the place opened at seven and the first tour was at eight i'm like we don't need to be there that early we really don't and she's like yeah we got to make sure we get in and we got on the second boat they do a boat every half hour we got on the second one and it was a wonderful experience it just it's moving of course and then you've got some veterans that volunteer and they tell stories and it's just so heartwarming. And the thing that still fascinates me is it drips a drop of oil from the battleship every um, 20 seconds. So when another drop is added and, you know, they, it's been going for years and years and decades. So, yeah, they keep it under control. They say that it's not so much that it's going to affect the environment and the ecosystem. But it is a constant reminder that, it, you know, fully functional ship still has oil in it um, and it's still dripping out. Decades later. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's amazing to me. Um, but yeah, go. And if you do want to go, you can make your reservations weeks in advance. But if you're doing a last minute thing, you can get them. You can get your reservations the day before. They go on sale at three o'clock Hawaii time, 3 p.m. And they go in, they're like Lady Gaga tickets. They go in a matter of 15 seconds and they're gone. So that's why we had to do standby. We tried to get tickets. But again, no cost. I think there might be like a service fee mm. if you do it online, but we didn't have to pay anything. Um, they have a fun... Uh, interesting gift shop. That was cool. They've got a, a submarine. I think it's a submarine. We didn't do it, so I'm not sure, but I think there's a submarine that you can tour. But yeah, we got there early and did our thing. It was cool. Oh, another pointer. We did go to Costco. <laughs> In Hawaii. Yeah, we went to Costco. There's one did right Did you get a near. churro? No, I didn't. I did not. I am shocked. I know. Um, so went to Costco and went to get macadamia nuts because I thought that would be the best place to get decently priced macadamia nuts. And I probably spent $130 on macadamia nuts. It would have cost me. nuts. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> and it probably would have cost me twice as much here. But I had free luggage, and so I brought home macadamia nuts. But I also bought, brought back four pair of shorts, two shirts. Um, I got some deals out there. <laughs> so, oh, pair of leggings. Yep. Uh, so that was good. It was good, good. Which the funny thing is, Hawaii is notorious for being 
far more expensive than the mainland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it sounds like you shopped the deals. And gas was like five forty, maybe a gallon. So it wasn't ten dollars, which you might expect. So it wasn't that painful to fill up the gas tank for the return. Um, oh, you mentioned churros. And I don't know if you guys remember, but when I did Pixar Pier and went to um, Buzz Lightyear's Caliente uh, churro stand, mm-hmm. he has the normal churros that are done in purple and green sugar. And then he has the Caliente ones, which are done in red Red Hots, you know, the crushed Red Hot candies. And I thought it was the best thing ever when I first tasted it. And a so Red th- Hot Churro. A Red Hot Churro. You don't remember this? I don't. Okay. Long, long so it's time. a Red Hot Churro, you know, in, in a nod to Spanish Buzz Lightyear. So it's Caliente. And I got one this time and everyone was so annoyed with me because I kept saying, need my, my Caliente Churro. Finally got one and it was good and it was, it did have heat, you know, more than a regular churro, but it wasn't red hot. It, it wasn't the same flavor. It's very distinct when you eat a red hot. Yeah. And so cinnamon oil. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would probably get it again, but not with as much enthusiasm. So I was, I did get a cookie num num. You love those. The cookie num nums are about four inches in diameter. They're freshly baked. You have a cookie num num stand, which is over by uh, Incredicoaster. And so I got that. We all shared it. It was yummy, soft, warm, gooey. Mm, yuck. Oh my gosh. Okay. It, was, it was so good, Sharpie. Did you guys go? You guys probably did not go to the Lamplight Lounge. Uh, we did, but we could only tour the two lobbies. They wouldn't let us into the restaurant. Oh, you did it on a little tour? Yeah, we were doing that on a tour. Okay. So we did that. Oh, fun fact. The oh. lamplight. Okay, Sharpie, you know his name, right? Ooh, yep. What is Am it? I supposed to say it? Yeah. Luxo Jr.? Okay. Um, so interesting fact about Luxo is he faces forward, um, you know, kind of watching people come in and he welcomes people um, coming into the pier. But when World of Color comes... He watches the show, so he'll turn to the um, to the harbor or whatever you want to call it, to the lake, and he'll watch the show. Well, they were going to install a big lamp over the when you entered the pier area. So is that where it is? No, he's not big. Oh, where is he? He's over the the sign, the entryway. Oh, to the pier. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's. Not small. I don't think I've been there since. I wouldn't added put them him on my desk. Last time we were there, a long time ago, there was an Imagineer who was like, "We're going to put the lamp on top of the sign." I was like, "Oh, cool." Well, maybe that that's what it was. A long time ago. So now they've done it. I'm sure it's been there for years. It's been so long since I've been there. Um. Very me, cool. Let me show you because I can. Yeah, on the boardwalk, right? There's a. Yeah. There's a big sign that goes over the boardwalk. But I took an actual picture of And the him. Lamplight Lounge is on the right. And then there's a gift shop, I think, on the left or something. Yeah, I took pictures of the... The lamp. The lamp watching the show. Because that was my highlight. Oh, wait. Mommy um, with the churros. You have two churros. I do. I, well, because I kept talking about them. So you had to get a second one? Well, I got one for me. And then I got oh, one for one everyone share. else to, to experience ah, okay. it. Because I thought it was so good. Uh-huh. But let me find Luxo. Share the churro wealth. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay, so Steve, look. Um, this is during the show, and the lamp is looking at the show. Oh, cute. Isn't that cute? Yeah. Yeah. There he is, Luxo. So, um, okay, so then one more leg of the trip. We, uh, we went to Waikiki, and we stayed at the Royal Hawaiian. And a lot of people know that as the Pink Hotel. It is in the heart of all the money. The, I don't even know these brands, Prada, and they have a, they actually have a Tesla dealership right there. Um, they, it's just money, money, money. And I couldn't afford anything because I just wanted to get, you know, little souvenirs 
inexpensive and I wasn't going to find it where we were staying. But it was a very nice hotel, a lot of history. It was used in the Magnum PI series. So that was like not even a keychain or. Uh uh. Uh uh. No. Even a key fob, a wallet. No. Too rich for your blood. It was too rich for my blood. Everything was name brand. The only thing that was good about it, um, not the only thing, but the only thing that I could afford, we walked to a Hard Rock Cafe for dinner and we called. They didn't have any reservations. So then uh, Kristen went online to uh, open table. They had all kinds of reservations. So by the time we got there, they had a table for us. (laughs) So you just got to be clever, people. Um, persistent, but had a good, um, good dinner. We each got burgers. They were good. So that was Waikiki. And then we went back to LA. We arrived very late. Uh, It was like 1030 when we got to the hotel. And um, then the next day we went to Universal Hollywood, Universal Studios. And we did do a VIP tour. Uh, it's a little different out there. You can do a group VIP tour and it's about $400 a person. It includes your ticket and it includes breakfast and it includes lunch. So it does include a lot. And then you get that VIP tour guide that takes you sometimes to the front of the line and sometimes just into the express lane but you have minimal weights. It's a little different than what Disney does. And it was a wonderful time. We, you know, they had water for us. They, they were so good to us. And it was a great tour. We got to see a whole lot of stuff. Um, you know, all the main rides. And I had forgotten Universal Hollywood is split into two different levels. I, I don't remember that. And it's been years since I have gone, but yeah, they have these escalators, like three or four really long escalators that take you down the mountain. And then you do a couple of rides and then you come back up the mountain on the escalators. So it's crazy. Um, what did I do? So this is where I got stuck sideways on um, Forbidden Journey. That was pretty much the same. Oh, we did the mummy and our mummy in Orlando is down right now. Well, it's just reopened. Okay. So we'll have to see. We're going to hopefully see it this weekend. Yeah, I hope so. And then um, it's a lot shorter. It's it's very different. Okay. Um, we did the backstage tour, which was fun. We got to see different houses. I think the thing that impressed me the most was I got to see the the set, the outdoor set for The Good Place. Oh, yeah. We like that. That was cool. Uh, and I recognized it. You know, sometimes you look at a house or an area and you're like, oh, if you say so. We also saw where in the first um, Pirates of the Caribbean, Jack Sparrow went into town and he did something. I don't know. Put on a disguise or swung at someone. I don't remember, but they showed us. Um, got to see some cool old vehicles. Trying to think, what was different over there? Oh, they have uh, the Secret Lives of Pets, and they turn that into a little ride, and it's very slow. It's slower than Winnie the Pooh, and so you go through, and it's all about you getting adopted, and you know how to how to present yourself so that you do get adopted, and it was just, it was adorable. It was so so cute. Um, Speaking of the secret life of pets, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that that would be I the think, little dog. I think you found a, a, a kindred spirit there. I think she had her two cents to throw in. Yeah. So yeah, we did that. Um, Puppy approved. Yes. Um, minions, pretty much the same. I'm trying to think, that's just about does it. Yeah, very similar to the other parks. Did a little shopping. Um, I had to get myself a Universal Hollywood shirt. Did that. But I think that's it. Yeah. 
It was, it did was you have time. any flight misadventures? I don't think I did. Um, I did have issues. So when I fly, my theory is whoever's in the middle seat gets both the armrests. And so I had an aisle seat. And so, okay, the guy wants the, the armrest. He can have it. But don't ooze over into my space. That's not cool. So I didn't. But that was my only mishap. Easy peasy. All right. And with that, I think I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show. I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you have comments or questions for us, please send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.